0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Money Watch ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be
1: surprised if you say things like,
2: Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count.
1: Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until four, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
2: If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and Swim. You know, with your Delta Sky Miles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park.
1: Yellowstone? Check.
2: Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta Sky Miles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business.
0: Welcome to the Money Watch Podcast. It's Tuesday, May 9th. I am your host, Jill Schlesinger, CBS News Business Analyst, Certified Financial Planner. I am joined by my co-host and executive producer, Mark Tillercio, who is also a Certified Financial Planner. Hello, Mark. Hello. What happened to that guy who said he wanted to be a a CFP? Did you uh, try to sell him on it? Which guy was this? Remember that guy last week, he was on the show and he was like, I want to be a CFP. That's going to be like my transition thing. I thought he might get in touch with
2: you. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. No, no, he never did. But I'm here if he does want to reach out.
0: Anyone want to talk about becoming a CFP? Mark did this like kind of behind my back. When was that, Mark? When did you start that?
2: Started taking the courses in 2017. I took my time, so I wasn't in a rush, but I started in 2017. I passed the exam November 2019. Right before the pandemic.
0: Right before the pandemic, so uh, thank God you got it done then. Although you probably would, you, you probably could like be, you could probably be a CPA in uh, during the pandemic. You had all that time, you know. Anyway, if you are contemplating a career change, maybe you're thinking about, well, I want to get more certification. Maybe you want to go back to school. Maybe you want to do just something different in your life, and you would like to share that question with us, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. While you're on the website, don't forget, this is a bunch of really great content. There are other shows. There's another podcast called Jill on Money. There is a radio show called Jill on Money. There's a blog. There's a link to buy the book, which I would love for you all to do, The Great Money Reset, Change Your Work, Change Your Wealth, Change Your Life. All the links there. And also you can subscribe to our brand new service It's called Jill on Money Live for $35. You will have access to quarterly live webinars and more special content. So we had a webinar already with Ed Slott. And if you're one of those Roth kind of geeks, you'll love it. And we also had a video interview with Gina Smilik from the New York Times, who wrote a big book about the Federal Reserve. Terrific and uh, our next quarterly uh, webinar will be in june with Dave Stahoviak Coaching for Leaders, it's going to be, I, I'm interested. I have so many questions for Dave, especially, it, it's like such a different environment since the last time we spoke to him, you know, the post-COVID environment. I'd love to hear what he is experiencing on the ground. So that is our next webinar, which is at the end of June. So check it out. Today, we are joined by a listener. Her name is Christine. She's on the line from New Jersey. Hi, Christine. How are you? What can we do for you? Hi, Jill and Mark. It's so great to be speaking with you. Um,
1: I've learned a lot since listening to you over the last year. And one thing that was never really on my radar before was the concept of RMDs. Mm. And, you know, my husband and I are of the generation where we were told max out your 401k and we've been really good about doing that through our careers so far, but I'm realizing that that's been our primary saving strategy. And the 401ks are now reaching a level where I don't know what that tipping point is of when maybe we should be saving somewhere else
0: to Mm. diversify the tax implications. Well, I mean, look, it's a very common question. Tell us a little bit about yourselves so we can try to help you or guide you as to maybe changing your focus from away from a pre-tax to a post-tax. Let's see if it makes sense. doesn't make sense for everybody, by the way. So I I, I know that we talk about it a lot, but we we would like to hear more about what's going on. So are you working currently? Sure. Yes. We're both working full time. And how much do you guys earn together? About 420 total. Uh, How old are you? I'm 45 and he's 47. Okay. So, and you're maxing out your pre-tax contributions right now? Correct. Okay. Do you have kids? We do. um, 10 and 7. Okay. In addition to maxing out your pre-tax retirement accounts, are you putting money away for them? Yes, we have a 529 for each of them. And are you putting money in on an ongoing basis or did you do a lump sum? It's sort of as we have some to put in there. Um, It's not
1: regular on a monthly basis, but there's 67 in one and 75 in another.
0: How much money do you guys have in pre-tax retirement accounts?
1: There's about one and a half million total. It's It's all all
0: pre-tax, right? Okay. How about other assets? Um, Do you have money in a brokerage account? We just started one um, with the proceeds of the
1: sale of our old house, but it's sort of sitting in a cash savings account right now, just to have backup with the way the market has been. So there's about 120 thousand in there,
0: and we have another 50 thousand in just cash savings account. Okay, that's like emergency reserve. So tell us about the house. How much would you guess your house is worth right now? 1.85 million. Wow! Yeah, holy smokes! 1.85. What about a mortgage on that house? One point three. Whoa! What's the rate? Um, three point one two five. It's a big house. So what happened? I don't understand. When you said you had another house and now you have proceeds, like what happened? You did you downsize to one point eight? No, no, no. Um, we we upgraded significantly, but
1: we had to um, we had to buy the new one and then sell the old one. Just logistically. oh, I see. Just timing so, wise, yeah. So okay. That those proceeds we just sort of kept available if if yeah. needed
0: emergency. Okay. <laughs> okay. And um and do you guys feel comfortable in your jobs or do you move around a lot? Just give us a little bit of a uh, you know like like what's going on in real life there. We both
1: feel pretty stable. I think you know one may see a change in the next year, but
0: nothing that we're concerned about. Okay. Any other issues like uh, anything else floating out there in terms of your overall wishes and like how long you want to work and things like that? Um, So we have have no debt
1: other than the mortgage to be concerned about. I think Mm -hmm. we would both like to know that we could perhaps slow down a little bit later in our careers and not work quite so hard. But you shouldn't have bought at one point. No, $1. exactly. House, I was just going to say, but wanted. we recognize we sort of you know threw that out the window when we upgraded the house. Oh um, but God. no, it's really just: are we secure in our retirement? Have we planned for the kids' college? Okay. That's really where we are. All right. Um, are these kids going to Rutgers or are they going to private school? I think it would probably
0: be somewhere in the middle. We're not going to uh-huh. go bankrupt over it, but <laughs> <laughs> we just put you in that nice house, kids. Right. D- D- just have fun with that. Are you guys? When you said you make four hundred twenty grand. Do you think that's kind of where you're going to be or are you in careers where you're going to see a big jump in income?
1: No, I think that's a good part of the question. I think we're probably not at the top of our earnings scale yet. Mm. Um, I think there may be a little bit more in the next 10 years. So sort of anticipating those tax implications now versus later in retirement is part of my question. Yeah.
0: Okay. I gotcha.
1: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
2: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All things being equal, I mean, you have a seven-year-old, so we're at least talking about like 15 years, right? So is that about right when we're looking at like retirement 15-ish years? Realistically, slowing probably down more in like 10 twenty.
1: And- yeah. Slowing down a little bit would be nice in fifteen and then, you know.
0: Do you guys have your um estate documents? We do. Okay, great. And how about life insurance? We each have a million
1: dollar policy, um, thirty year term. Okay, good. And
0: uh, I think two times salary both of us have at work as well. Okay. First of all, I just wanna I wanna point something out because I happen to have the Uniform Lifetime Table for Required Minimum Distributions. Oh, by the way, everybody, if you are part of the Jill on Money Live community, you can get this very beautiful chart yourself because it's living behind the paywall. All the Ed slot IRA, stuff is there. Okay, let's pretend right now.
2: I'll tell you, that 1.7 in 15 years will be $4 million.
0: Okay, all right. That's a little bit rough, but let's just say, okay, so now right based on today's rules okay if you had 4 million dollars okay and we had to make your required minimum distribution on 4 million dollars it would be 140 about 145 grand a year for the first year and it would go up so 145 would not be terrible it would be certainly be lower than your current tax bracket right but it would be 145 plus to Social Securities, which probably for you guys will be 60, right, together about, brings you to 205, which means you might go down to the to the 24% tax bracket. If you ran that number quickly with me, you might say, oh, then I'll just stick to my traditional and that's fine. The only question that we have to ask ourselves is whether or not we think tax rates are going up or staying the same or going down. I think down is kind of off the table. It's hard to imagine staying the same. That's the thing that we're trying to hedge against, that what if you actually see tax rates go up and then, you know, it maybe it would have made more sense to pay at the 32% tax bracket today because your tax bracket in the future goes to 35%. I don't know. So I know what, Mark, you want to give your opinion about what you think that Christine and her husband should do?
2: Well, you know, I mean, I think they should be doing Roth now. She was thinking maybe wait until they get a a possible raise and they're in the 35% bracket versus 32. I I don't think that's a big enough deal. And I, I gave you $4 million for 15 years. You know, that's at 60. They don't have to take this out for another 12 years beyond that. So it's going to be even bigger.
0: So I think the reason why you want to pay the tax, I would rather you do the Roth today and then we reevaluate when you're making a lot more money. When all of a sudden you pop into the 37% tax bracket, then, you know, if you're making, let's say you go from 400, five years from now, you're like, oh, I'm making 800 grand. I mean, that's possible. Who knows? I don't know what business you're in. But like, if all of a sudden all these things are starting to happen, you have to remember there's a lot of taxation that is occurring at the 32%, I maybe it's worth it to at least dip your toe in the water and start putting some money in Roth because we are quickly gathering up the, these assets and you are rapidly approaching this period where you say, oh my God, I'm going to be making more money Then it's going to be even harder to do it. So I would do it while you're still in 32. And let's say you're wrong. Most of the money's already pre-tax anyway. So if you're wrong for the next uh, two or 300 grand, it's not the biggest deal. I would at least start the process. The other thing I would do, Christine, you know that money that you say, I got 120 grand in the brokerage? I would use a chunk of that money and I would pop it into the 529. I really would because the 10-year-old has 75, right? Yes. And if, I don't know, what does Rutgers cost these days? Let's look and see what in-state, do you happen to know that, Christine, or should we look it I don't know. The long story short is that on campus as an in-state student, it's 36 grand that's real. So we need to get at the very least, we've got to get 150 grand in this and, you know, gathered up over the next bunch of years. So I'm going to say this, would you be averse if I said to you, you know, you and your husband can each put $17,000 into each of these accounts. So of the 120, how would you feel if we use a little more than half and put, thirty four grand into the ten year olds and thirty four grand into the seven year olds how'd you feel about that? I think that would be okay. I think that would be okay too, and I think that that leaves you with you know if if you if you looked at it and you said you know we'll still have fifty grand in the brokerage account, I think that that's fine and you can get some of that money to work i don't know what you're waiting for in terms of like oh we're waiting for the market to fall or do something different, but it's time to get that money to work i don't know when it came in there but I would certainly, I would pop that money in the 529s, it takes the pressure off of you guys, you get it working for you. It's so tax efficient. I mean, that's the beauty of it. They're going to go to school somewhere. So if the worst case scenario is that like, well, we have to pay a little bit out of cash flow later, that's fine. But that way I feel like the the pressure is off. How's your cash flow on your 420 maxing out pre-tax? We're okay. We're still
1: spending a little too much with just, you know, furnishing the house, doing maintenance kind
0: of stuff that was funny overdue. how that happens when yeah. you move into a house you have to put furniture into yeah. it yeah
1: god so darn it so we need to we need to bring it down soon but it's it's manageable
0: right now it's just not the way i want to live long term all right mark do you think that Christine and her husband can slow down in 15 years i think it depends on what happens with the kids and where everyone's going and how much money you're making and i think
2: you're on track they're definitely on track they're definitely on track and, and you know if, if we had ed slot on the line he would say even if they're in the thirty seven percent tax bracket, and I agree with that slot, I would still do the Roth. Cause they're they're you know, they're in their forties. They already have so much pre tax money saved. It's gonna be a big, big bucket. Yeah. I
0: mean, I do get that. And I just think what's important for for everybody to who's listening to this is it it does depend on, you know, your circumstances and your cash flow. I don't wanna rob you of like the ability that you say, okay. You know, now we have no fluff because we're, you know, paying the tax today. I, I we need them to be able to actually have the cash flow. That's why I asked about
2: that, Christine. You guys actually have Roth options in your retirement accounts? We
0: both
1: do now. Yeah. That one potential job change I was mentioning. That's why I don't know for sure that that would be available with a new employer.
2: If it goes away, then I, I would just contribute to the match. Whoever Whoever's plan that is, contribute to the match. And then the rest, I would put into the brokerage account.
0: And, now we, and we can replenish that nice brokerage account and you'll have the kids' education set. I think it's going to be good. I think it is good. And don't stress too much about it either, because you're not going to make a huge mistake. You're just not. Thank you. Can I ask you one other question? Why not? We both have
1: Roth IRA accounts that we started when we were much younger, and there's about $100,000 total in those accounts. And I was wondering if it would make sense to plan on those for education expenses. No, we're
0: going to use your money use right for now. us. Okay. No. The, the, the kids don't get that. Sorry, that's <laughs> yours. Okay. So sorry. No, I think it's good. I think that's good. I think you're in good shape. Christine from New Jersey, good luck. Let us know if there's anything else that we can do. If you, like Christine and her husband, want a little bit of a reality check, maybe you made a big purchase, maybe you're regretting that purchase, maybe you're thinking about Roth or traditional, whatever it is, we'd love to hear from you. Go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button and let us know if you want to join us on the air live while you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter, buy the book, The Great Money Reset, subscribe to our new service, Jill on Money Live, and mostly just bookmark the site because I think you'll be happy that you did. Mark Tiller, she is the co-host and executive producer of the program. Karen Cranick is our web queen. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Try to lift someone up today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Money Watch ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey.